Joe presents Boys Don't Cry with me, Russell Kane, together with ASOS. Welcome to Boys Don't Cry with me, Russell Kane, brought to you by Joe, together with our friends at ASOS. Hello, muscle fit tracksuit. Uh, the guest today, stand-up comedian Tom Lucy, TV and radio presenter Connor Phillips, and model and TV presenter AJ Adudu. Hi. Hi. Um, for those of you who might be new to the podcast, go away. I can't bear people that come in at the last minute. Only people that are already aware are welcome. Everyone else, fuck off. Uh, no, I'm joking. <laughs> uh, boys don't cry. What's it about? Well, I originally set this up thinking, wouldn't it be great if there was a space for men to talk about the things men wouldn't normally talk about? Men only have two options. One, cuddly cardigan men's group beard. Let's talk about our mental health. Or, tits out for the lads. I thought, wouldn't it be nice if there was something in between where there's a little bit of banter, a little bit of spikiness, but it was a safe space to share? That's all I thought. Obviously, making sure we have a female auditor to make sure we're not making sexist assumptions about women that aren't true. Little did I know it's turned into a place for nosy women to put their ear against the keyhole. So many girls listen to this show because the girl them, they want to hear what we have to say. Yes. Why did, why did my ex-boyfriend like my sister's pictures on Instagram? Why? The answer... We just like looking at boobies and it makes our willies feel nice. That, I mean, it's sometimes, no, sometimes that is the answer. It's just, a per, it's just a pervy answer. I just looked at boobs. There is no mystery. But other times, there is a mystery to be. I've learnt loads. I've learnt loads. We're only a couple of seconds in. And, and we're straight into it there, aren't we? Well, like AJ, AJ is on the dating scene at the moment, so she's even more primed to give us insights in what to she oh, thinks. Is that the right term to use? Prime? Prime to give us insights. insights. Awesome. Not, prime to, not prime to mate, Connor. Prime, prime to give us insights. Okay. I, I didn't mean she was like with her bum in the air going, gentlemen, I'm courting. <laughs> I, mean, I meant prime to give insight because you're seeing men at their rawest. Yes, they at, are. At their most questing, at mm. their most cynical, at their yeah. most come back to mind. Primal. Yeah, primal. At the most come back to mind. You know what they're it's like. It's still not happened. I do know what they're like. How's it also, going? I'm How's not... it going out in the field? Because no. these are three Men. No, right. Oh, you so... are attached, aren't you? No, no. Oh, no. Hang on. Sorry. Excuse oh, me, Tom. Excuse yeah, me, yeah. Tom. Oh, so... Tom's the baby. We're both on the, uh, the courting scene. Oh, we're going to take a short interval while uh, <laughs> Tom and AJ go on a speed date. <laughs> are, you, are you primed? Primed? Yeah. Yeah. Primed, primed to give insights. So. Are, you da- are you dating, though? Are you putting yourself out there, going out on um, dates, seeing what happens? Uh, yeah. It's hard when you're a stand-up, isn't it? We're yeah, well, that, well, yeah. <laughs> it's difficult doing stand-up, I think, because you're never free in the evenings. But are you yeah. surrounded by hundreds of girls every single evening? When, yeah, I mean, when... you've seen me out. Yeah, yeah. it's mental. Tom's it? like me, everyone <laughs> thinks we're gay. You have to spend 20 minutes convincing a girl, <laughs> look, I do love the pum-pum. Why won't you believe me? Yeah. Like how into the pum-pum I am. It's one, it's one thing, because people think, because you're on stage doing that, that you get a lot of uh, attention. Yeah, but if you're like you me and Russell, where you're quite camp, it sort of has the opposite effect. But <laughs> does that not have the safety effect? No, but, some girls well... are scared of a guy that can have a conversation because they're not used to it. They're used to, oh, is the dessert finished? Can I get an Uber? Will you take my penis. <laughs> that is the standard, isn't it? Let's face it, AJ. Variations of, I bought you dinner, please touch my willy. Yeah, there's so, variations of that. So when you get a guy that's like, yeah, I knew we could go back, but I just want to discuss my feelings a little bit more. Yeah. It can be off-putting to women yeah. who aren't used to that, right? So I'm sure, just... yeah, yeah. Is that the sort of guys you're going out on dates with? Guys. Come on, AJ. I'm not going out on dates. And also, why is it that every single time I am on this <laughs> damn podcast, my love life is just... Out there no, again. I, I, I was like, no, I'm, I'm going to come on. Her, I'm not going to talk about it. And you now, off your own back. Now, when I first met you, it was the first conversation you had was about your dating life. Yeah, yeah. to you guys, not to. 
The I, whole I think that was, a research, that was a research chat. I should have been. I should have been. Because <laughs> you said earlier that you find that guys don't really ask you out very often. Yeah. Is that, yeah. But I think Can you. you I, some... I think you must be quite intimidating to ask out. Why do you say that? Tell well, me. because you know, like model, and I think from a lot of guys that would be. It's quite. Tom fancies you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My fancies you. Was that well, I mean, just you know. <laughs> I just think that, for, you know, I, I think that might be what the problem is. Well, we, we, had, we, had, a, we had a whole episode on height and we realised there was a lot more behind it because you're, you're a tall girl, aren't you? How tall are you, AJ? I'm not that tall. No, you're, you're, I'm five foot seven. You're five foot seven, yeah, but to midgets like me, I'm five ten, the average UK mm. height. You know, some guys are intimidated by statuesque beauty. It's not a bad thing, <laughs> AJ. You've just got, you got to be aware of the effect your goddess, like... <laughs> Demeanor has on men, like Thank me. You. I'm been quite obsessed for some time, been following you. Quite, you know, I am quite out there. Do you know what? My problem is sometimes I genuinely, I friends on myself. I don't presume that anyone fancies me or anything like that. Awful. So I just, I mean, unless you're like explicitly saying, look, AJ, I really like you yeah. and I want to take you out. Yeah. We can, just, we can swap seats if you want. No, I just... <laughs> It just never happened. Well, that's quite a bold thing to do. You know, it's, it's not a bad link into what we're going to talk about today because, uh, Tom, you how old are you, if you don't mind sharing? 22. 22, right? So someone who is 22 may well have a different approach to someone who is 52, 62, 72, whatever the age is. The different generations seem to have different approaches to mm. going up to a girl and saying, excuse me, I like... You know, we did a Boys Don't Cry about how there's a generation of men coming through who are a little bit freaked out by the prospect of even going up to a girl and saying, excuse me, I yeah. fancy what she feels threatened by me saying that, you know what, I'll just die a virgin in the loft. <laughs> it's easier than becoming a hashtag. Um, so we'd like to talk about generational masculinity today and I'd like to kick it off with, I did a gig last night, I won't say where, I won't say what industry, let's, let's, let's just say it's quite a, a manly industry and uh, something happened to me last night on stage which has never happened before. Round of applause. And, uh, yeah, thank you, Connor. Uh, so... Um, I was. I did stand up as normal, hosting awards as normal. Halfway through the night, um, this guy worked for some sort in the sort of manual labouring industry. One company won. They're all standing in the middle of the stage having the photo, and a, a gentleman from the company that didn't win joined the end of the chain, waving as though he was part of the winners' group. He wasn't. It was his excuse to get on stage near me. Right. Came towards me, arms open. Russell, this is for Blogs Limited, with open arms but close fists. At the last moment. Changed it, swung his torso, full fucking right hook coming with meat fists towards my face, 100 miles an hour, 16 stone oh my God. unit. I did full like Wing Chun master. I was like, I don't think so. <laughs> right? And it just hit my ear. Like I got like a oh my God. carpet burn on the ear. He then came up with the left hook and fell off stage, thank God, before he could hit me with the, uh, this uppercut blow. And uh, he was then bundled off. But my reaction was, and this is, and I'm really ashamed of my reaction. I found it exciting, yeah. invigorating. Part of me enjoyed it. I finished my gig, everyone was laughing, and afterwards I went upstairs, watched Creed 2, and I had one of the best night's sleep I've ever had. <laughs> now, if I'd been a 21-year-old guy, would yeah. I have had a different reaction? Am I just hardened by the stuff I've seen? Because they, and this guy, this guy was definitely an older alpha male, silverback. Do you know I'm not like the host. Looks a bit like Nick Grimshaw. I'm going to knock him out. Was that? Do you know why? Why? No, why he went for you? We have no idea. It's either a sort of Kanye stage invasion, yeah. I, my company didn't win, I'm going to knock out the host for a laugh, <laughs> yeah. or I've said something in the stand-up which provoked him. So what age was he, roughly? 
He looked like he was knocking between 40 and 50. Well, this is what I was going to say, because I think, you know, essentially, when it comes to being violent and being really reactive and stuff like that, you know, there's been periods in my life where my reaction is, you know, more aggressive. It's on the aggressive side. I, I shout, I kick, I scream and all of that jazz. And, you know, girls in school, your fight is you pull each other's hair. Now that I'm 31... I can have an argument with someone and it doesn't need to result in something violent. And I put that down to maturity. You know, you learn how to handle situations. However, this guy who went to attack you, that's not very adult-like, so you just don't know. Across the board with stand-up, I've seen it a few times with another comedian, very prominent, it's only ever been silver-haired men of a certain age. I've never seen a bloke under 25... Up on stage, the most famous one probably Jim Jeffries getting clouted, and that yeah, guy, that yeah. guy was definitely way into Manchester, his 30s, yeah. nearly 40s. So, there seems to be I'm not saying young guys don't go out and get drunk and have a fight when they're in Ayanapa, yeah, but this brazen silverback, yes, proud to knock someone out in front of people that seems to be dying out. Or am, am I just being but romantic? Do you find this weird thing like with stand up? I've noticed this where sometimes you get men of that age in audiences who, for whatever reason, get angry that, that a young guy's on stage doing stand-up. It yeah. makes them... They get angry about it and they feel quite defensive. Status. Mm. Yes, it's like a status I, thing. I, I've seen it as well. I, I host, I've hosted some events and, and I've hosted stand-up events and I've seen it as well because the alpha male is often the centre of the friend group. Yeah. Right. He's often the bloke who makes people laugh. Yeah, He's yeah. often the person who, obviously, I've got a bet here, I'm going to go up on stage and I'm going to not Russell Kane. Yeah. So he then potentially is feeling threatened by the fact that you can get the laugh. Yeah. You're making his mates laugh harder than That's true, yeah, so yeah, just, yeah. just to bring a cultural perspective to it, Connor, because you come from one of the places with the biggest jump in generations. If we look from Good Friday Agreement to, to now, mm. exactly 20 years... This generation of young men coming through when you go home, is there a sort of disinclination to being violent? Or is it, is it, you know, when you see these brooding old Ulster men in their 50s mm. who secretly still like to go out with a nail yeah. bat and kick it oh, off? Oh, no, it, there's, been, there's, been a massive, <laughs> there's been a massive cultural change. Mm. People are, and, and you see it as well, specifically actually with young women. Um, there are more young women politicians coming up. Yeah. You know, from early 20s, you look at the, the main... I don't want to talk about political parties in Northern Ireland, no. but you look at the main political parties, they're led by women. Mm. Men... Then, Irish mums of all North and South are terrifying, though, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, completely. They're going to do as I say. Absolutely. Absolutely. Irish, so, mammy. An Irish mammy. An Irish mammy. I always say, oh, you, an Irish mum you want, you don't want on your side because <laughs> yeah. she'll, kill every, she'll just kill everyone in the room. And then and everyone in the room. <laughs> broken wooden spoons strewn yeah, around yeah. the house. <laughs> um, but I, I've seen this sort of dispersion of violence and aggression and it is one of the reasons that it's like you know you go out in Belfast at the moment you won't be able to pick out people from where they're from or or, or what background they're from unless they point it out to you and without being disparaging the people you're talking about the 50 40 50 year old man with the tattoos that attacked you the version of them oh I'll know where where they're from and I'll know their sort of raison d'etre what they want to do and what point they want to get across Mm. so AJ it's brilliant I won't be so ungentlemanly as to to state your age, but let's just say you're in a good position because you could quite easily date a guy in his 20s or a guy in his 40s or 50s. You, you, your dating range is quite wide. So my question to you is, 
A, would you date a younger man, a gentleman Tom's age? And, but, and is this B, a, is this no, 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 but what difference is what difference is what and seats. So <laughs> immaturity aside, like to go go away with me, might be immature. Let's yeah. just put that aside. Yeah. What differences would you expect if you went out with a guy who's I don't know forty two, and uh, or a guy that's twenty two? What would you expect stereotypically in your experience to be the difference? Okay, so basically, because I've got five brothers, and they're all a very you know a variety of ages. I've got a little brother who's twenty three, right. and then I've got you know a big brother who's forty three, oh, right. and so on. Wow. And so as a result, I guess I'm not so dismissive to the younger man because yeah, me and my little brother get on really well. Me and my little brother's mates get on really well, and as a result, I'm just used to hanging yeah. out with younger You've been people. Growing them in the nursery, waiting for them to, to ripen. <laughs> <laughs> just Have a look, a look in the incubator. It's nearly ready. <laughs> in saying that, right? Do do your brothers? Mates, does he share with you what they say about you behind your back? Um, No. So basically, my older brothers, they have said to me in the past, like, oh, yeah, like this guy fancied you or whatever, but you just put a stop to it. So the older brothers of mine... They're not hooking me up with anyone. Meanwhile, my little brother, he's quite funny because I remember saying to him, I just couldn't go out with anyone younger. Not because I feel a certain way about them, but I feel that at the age of 24, for example, I used to think... 30 is so old, mm. like that is an older person. So I just thought that's naturally what, you know, 22 year old guys think of me mm. as a 31 year old woman. So I'm not necessarily avoiding them for any reason. But it's interesting because that day that I was talking about the other day. You haven't, well, you um, haven't, you haven't no, spoken we, we, about it yet in, yeah, our, in, our, in our reality. In our reality, we've so, not so talked about it. So set this up it. a little bit. Then. But behind closed doors, we talked about it. Essentially, I went on a day, first day, in a while mm-hmm. with a younger guy. Ah, and how, how, how old was he? Not that much younger, no. 28. No. But he did say something, and I remember thinking, He's, as if... What's your favourite so- Pokemon? <laughs> <laughs> he said, don't move. Why do you think I'm beautiful? No, there's a Pikachu right behind you. <laughs> <laughs> no, go on. But he said his, his usual type is older women... And I thought... No, you don't want to hear that you word. You can't... Older women. Don't put me in the older woman category. He's talking about you. No, I don't think wow. you want... Well, no, I'm not sure. I don't know what yeah, I'm It's, it's, it's a weird about. thing. It's not probably not meant as an insult. He, he might have been trying to put your mind at rest, but it's come out a bit like <laughs> he's gone into that room in The Shining where that lady's in the bath. <laughs> <laughs> come in, dearie. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. So again, what did you just say to that? To, um, I just was like, "All right, okay, okay. Um, cool." So yeah. I guess that this well, so, this age is all right. But he was saying that I'm like the youngest woman he's been out with in, in recent times. So what? Well, so come on. So you know, you know the rules are coming on here, Tom. Don't shy away from honesty. Um, yeah. What? So you all take it. All your friends are around your age. Twenty? Are your friends 21, 22 or twenty two, twenty three? Uh, it does make a difference. Twenty two, twenty three, probably. Yeah. And what? Do the, what's the banter? The thought in the area of you're going to date a woman that would be older than you by a decade? It's not like well, it's just something that's not discussed. It's a blank area. <laughs> yeah. Everyone well, I don't really a... know. None of my mates are dating anyone like much older. Maybe like 24, 25 would be the oldest. So not yeah. much older at all. Yeah. But I feel actually quite different to to my mates because 
I didn't go to university and I've been doing stand-up. So you feel older. Since I was 16. So I, like you said earlier, you've, you've always thought of me as like 30 years old. Yeah. Because I feel much older than all my mates because mm. I've been sort of working and doing stand-up for like since I was like 16. Mm. And that stand-up is like a really adult industry. Like you said, like that shit last night. It grows you up quick. Yeah, like you grow up quickly doing stand-up because yeah. you're just in a room with a load of People drunk that. men. Yeah. So I, I feel different to my mates in that sense. OK, so I'm not getting any answer at all. I'll, I'll go first yeah. then. So I, I, when I was 20, I was seeing this girl that was 30 just a few times. Yeah. It was very exciting. She also yeah. lived with a girl at the same time, which was like, oh, double jackpot. <laughs> yeah. And uh, the stereotype yeah. amongst my friends at the time was that if you go out with an older woman, she's going to be really sexually confident. She's mm. going to know what she wants. She's going to eat you alive in the bedroom. She's going to have a bit of income and look after you at the same time. And she's going to look at you like this younger stud. There we are. I've said it. That's the stereotype that goes around amongst younger members. Yeah. yeah, well, yeah. I've, I have a friend of mine who had a complete and utter sexual awakening with an older lady. She was maybe <laughs> tw- 12, 12 years older than him. Really? Completely. I don't want to give too many details away, <laughs> but he's just got a complete another sexual awakening and it changed... When you say awakening, what do you mean? Yeah, awakening I mean, this is... is well, this is not a show for you for Mrs. Yeah, Connor. well, I mean, I mean, you know, everything from... There's a certain age when things like sex toys mean nothing to you. Like, yeah. you, like someone shows you a text sex toy and you go, what I think sex toy was jizzing on Buzz Lightyear, but it, it wasn't. <laughs> exactly, to infinity and beyond. Um, and, and simple things like like that and... Well, that's... Well, I'll be honest, that the whole sex toy thing is not... Like, my, me and my mates have got nothing... Like, 22 is not an age, really, where you're involved in that world. Yeah. Do you mean sex toys for women? or se- well, Hang on a second. Do you, do you mean you're not aware of women and their relationships with No, I'm these aware devices? that women use them, yeah. but it, no-one I know uses Them with their sex. girlfriends? No, 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 not at yeah, 22, right. I don't this think. Was, this was the awakening to, to a friend of mine. Yeah, yeah, and it's, it's I been, can see that happening. It's been like, here here are all the toys, and he's like, what, where, where do they even go? Yeah. What, 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 what? I bet by the end of the session she looked like a game of Kaplunk. <laughs> <laughs> Pirate, do you remember that? <laughs> just, oh, blah, 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 blah. Damn it, we'll have to start again. The ear hole just wasn't a good choice. <laughs> right, so I wasn't aware that was a thing, that, that no. younger men have this kind of, well, I know sex toys exist, but oh, I don't want to think about... Like, and and confidence as well. Now, mm. sex toys aside, the confidence that older women have and carry themselves with. Is... Yeah, well, I think this confidence is a lot to do with but sex is that, toys. Is that intimidating it? or attractive no. to a guy? <laughs> Don't you think? <laughs> well, like, AJ's going, that reminds me, I need some more Duracell. <laughs> There's a box of them under here. Just damn it. No, 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 I'm saying, is it intimidating? To me, it was exciting. I was, see, I was seeing this girl, and to me, the, the idea that she had all this experience was exciting to me, but it might not be that way for, for every guy. I was the other way around. I dated younger girls, five or six, seven years younger than me, and that really excited me. Until where you were thinking about, okay, long term, you're yeah. thinking that potentially this could be girlfriend material, and then you're not having much of a conversation and you're not having much of a relationship in a commas. So now we're reversing it. So does it work the other way around, AJ? The yeah. guy that's 10 years older than you, 
What does? Let's be real now. There's, right. Uh, let's look at the statistics. Almost every society, certainly in our society, girls date older men. There's a yeah. massive age gap between me and Lindsay. I've always dated girls younger than me, not by choice. They're the only girls I could attract. When I started doing this business and I could finally attract women, as opposed to having to slave away for six months to get a girl to touch my knob, uh, <laughs> I could only attract women younger. No matter how hard I tried, mm. I could not get a girl close to my age out yeah. on a date because they was just like, you think I'm going to date someone just because of what you do for a living. So I ended up having to date younger girls out of necessity. Uh, but my experience was the same as a lot of guys who are older than girls. That seems to be what they're looking for. Why? Why do men want... Why do girls want these silverback older men or just oh, more experienced men? I'm hardly a silverback. Well, I think what it is is essentially why I've tended to go for older guys is because, you know, I'm... I'm definitely not going to, like, sit here and lie and be like, oh, yeah, I could go out with a student. Because I can't right no. now. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I want a guy who can afford to do nice things. If I say, let's go on holiday or let's go for dinner or let's do this fun thing, I want a guy who can afford that lifestyle. Right. And so, as a result, as a working woman, Fo I do... A footballer. A footballer would be 19 and have that money. Exactly. What does that do for you? Exactly, right. So you would so, date a 19-year-old footballer? No, because... Well, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> can't be picky. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'm not, I'm not trying no, no, to trick I'm you. I'm saying just saying... There are 19-year-olds exactly. out there that are flush. Exactly right. So what I was then going to say to that is that it's obviously not just a money thing. In my opinion, it's almost like a life experience thing. Then there's an affordability that comes with it. And, you know, as Tom was saying, when you are working in certain industries, be it a footballer or comedian, where you have had to grow up fast, footballers travel the world. Footballers are away from the family. Footballers are in a structured, like, routine. They're working guys. And as a working woman, I want that sort of... I want a guy who can you know, exercise a little bit of focus Let, and drive. Let's be a little bit controversial before we go, we go into the break. Are we hardwired? Do you think, do you think we are, women are hardwired to be attracted to older men across the board? Yes, we can, we can all state exceptions, but just look at the fucking statistics. I don't want them to be true. I want everyone to be getting it on whatever the age. But just looking at the numbers, there seems mm. to be a case. There's something in our nature, in, at least in our society... Yeah, absolutely. But I think it's the, the coincidence that men often like to date younger girls, it feeds into that as well. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's still seen as like a bit unusual if a guy's dating a girl who's older. Yeah. Mm. I think that is still seen as a bit unusual. That's mental, isn't it? Yeah. 2019, yeah. it's yeah. like my girlfriend's five years older than me. Oh, yeah. it's yeah. But I, I think as well, what tends to happen is everyone is just really presumptuous. So a woman will think, OK, I'll go out with an older guy and he'll be more accomplished, he'll be more settled, he'd have got all of this cheating out of his system and blah, 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 blah. And then a younger guy might go out with, you know, a woman three, four years older and then they'll say, oh, she'll want to settle down soon, she'll want to she'll wanna be sprogging out kids. And it's like, mate... Who said anything about marrying yeah. you? Do you know what I mean? There's like a lot, there's a presumption there's that a presumption. does come with dating a but guy that's younger. Never forget my favourite statistic we've ever used on any episode of Boys Don't Cry. The decade of a man's life where he's most likely to cheat in a long-term relationship is in his 70s. 
Yeah. Let wow. that sit oh, in your mind. One last Viagra bolt of Darwinian cheating. <laughs> uh, we'll be back in a minute with more Boys Don't Cry, but first, here's Alex Payne with something else from Joe. Thank you very much indeed. It's just a moment or two for us to duck in and tell you about the House of Rugby. We're having a lot of fun. What are we trying to do with the show? Why should people be watching and listening? <laughs> we are basically trying to mix everything up. It's, this is going into another show so that people come and watch us. Oh, uh, hello, everyone. Uh, yeah, oh, so nice people. Right. Well, we should basically watch House of Rugby because it's unbelievable humour. We don't talk about any rugby. Uh, and we give you the inside track from people who are still actually involved in rugby, not old 60 year olds who don't know anything. Download us via YouTube. You can. No, you can. You can as you can tell, we're a very professional outfit. You can watch us via YouTube and download us via iTunes. I hope you'll join us at some point. It's a lot of fun, really. Thank you, Alex. Now, here's a word from our sponsor, which is said by me. Boys Don't Cry is proud to be sponsored by ASOS Design. I am top-to-bottom ASOS. Pants, socks, the works. My DNA has, like, A-S-O-S written into it. If it wasn't for ASOS, I'd just be in a naked fetal position on the floor. <laughs> the thought of going to a shop is like a Victorian in a hat to me. ASOS comes through the door, I'll wear the shit, and you send it back for free if you don't like it. Although I keep everything. Um, you can express yourself wherever you want. Clothing will give you the confidence to push the boat out a bit, but not too far, but try something new. You don't have to look like me, remember. And if you do, there is a counselling advice on the website. <laughs> Please contact me. Mr Grimshaw, created by ASOS and styled by you, ASOS design check out the latest pieces when did clothes become pieces check pieces. out the latest gear on asos.com forward slash men i love asos models they're always like in a bad mood and thin going like that <laughs> okay so we are talking about generational masculinity silverbacks versus millennials we i thought we were going to be talking more about aggression and testosterone but we've landed on my favorite subject shagging and dating <laughs> I mean, if it was, listen if we didn't if we didn't meet people and fall in love that's the only reason we're here. So I've got no problem with that being my favourite topic. So far as age goes, I'll tell you one thing that I think does freak a woman and a man out. Sense of humour. Even mm. if you're into some band I've never heard of and, yeah. I, and I'm 20 years older than you, we can sort of, that's a few dates for me to learn what bands you like. But things that make me laugh might not be the things that make a woman who's 15 years younger than me laugh, that is a problem, isn't it? Dude, does sense of humour, particularly in men, mature? Taking aside our... Pro we're pro professional practitioners, Tom, mm. but I'm talking about just the everyday humour of lads. Well, do you think your humour has changed a lot since you were 22? I guess it probably well, has. Well, we're definitely going to have to not think about ourselves here because I do cry... If I see a fart lit still, I'm sorry, I did. If, if Connor was to light a fart now, we'd have yeah. to take a recording break. Uh, forgot me later. I, I, I my humour has and not... And those videos of your aunties, your favourite thing uh, in the world. My humour has not moved on. <laughs> Toilet humour, very immature. When Lindsay falls over and she's looking for sympathy, I, I laugh my head off. So I'm a, poor, I'm a poor example, but I'm a clown for a living. So let's try and focus on all the men in our social right, but group. Does, does your humour change outside of your professional sphere when you're just talking to a woman like you're 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 on the dating scene do you become funnier in a different way tom uh i don't know if you f find this but i found that when i started doing stand-up i felt a much less pressure to be funny yeah and that like when i was at school i was always like the whole time trying to be funny with everyone around me mm. and then when i started doing stand-up i was like oh, i suddenly i, I now have this this, like, outlet for it. It's like you've been milked. I now don't have to do it, <laughs> no, it the whole time. You've been milked. Yeah, and, and I can, like, is empty. you know, every night I can, like, release the pressure, it's get true. it out, and then for the rest of the day I can be quite relaxed and 
But before that, I was just but it's, constantly... It's quite a specific professional, in, as interesting as it is, though, Connor. I'm more interested in looking mm. at, for example, Airjare. We have to use stereotypes to make these conversations work. We know there are exceptions. You take a 22-year-old guy out and you go to sit on your chair and your bum slips and you hit the floor. He's more like, oh, my God, ah, you're on the floor. Whereas a, an older guy might be going, oh, baby, you're right, not, not try and make yourself... Even though you'd be mm. laughing and you'd want to die on the inside. Maybe an older guy wouldn't find that... Funny. Well, this is what I was going to say. That's just a silly like, example, but you... no, but it's true, right? So what I found is that younger guys tend to have a lot more natural confidence. I think there's this like go-getter like attitude that they have. Their lives haven't been jaded by rejection <laughs> yet, and they just have this attitude of just like, yeah, well, it's fine. Like if she, if she knocks me back, it's cool. Keep going, sort of thing. Whereas an older guy. Probably because of like mortgages and work and responsibilities. It's like, I don't have time. And the kids from his other marriages. Yeah, and the kids from other marriages. (laughs) It's like they don't really have time to, I don't know, they're a bit more uptight. In my experience. Yeah, I, th- I think you, as a sl- me, as a slightly older gentleman than, than you, I think you think about the things you say to yeah. the opposite sex. Has your humour matured, more. Connor Phillips? Not, not at all. Not at all. <laughs> when, especially when, when I'm around my wife, but that's the thing I think she kind of enjoys about me. But it's the conversations. You know when the conversations and you're trying to be funny? Mm. When you were younger, it was kind of try and be funny because, hey, here, I can, I can make you laugh. But mm. as you get older you maybe replay things in your head going, did that really make her laugh? Was she just laughing at me? Mm. Am I funny? And I've always found that being funnier was always much better than, than being good looking or having, having money specifically with women. But I think as you get older, that definitely matures. That's just a maturity thing though, right? We're getting older. Everything gets, you just become more mature. Yeah, but I think you freak out a bit more. You think about things enough yeah. more. Yeah, that's what I mean. There's this carefree spirit that comes with your youth because everything's new, everything's exciting. Yeah. And there's uh, there's nothing really holding you back. Yeah. You can have a go. You're a little bit more experimental. Yeah. I think when as you get older, you do just overthink things. Mm. Everything is a bit more dramatic and naturally Actually, I feel like sometimes you just get a little bit less funny because you're not <laughs> as loose yeah. as you used to be. But surely humour changed the things we the things we laugh at, the things you might watch on, on Netflix, the actual substance of what makes you laugh, surely uh, is not the same for a 50-year-old man as it is for a 20-year-old you man. Cha- or a, or you f- change what you show the potential partner. So if you're... You think? If, yeah, if I'm watching Netflix, right, and I see something and I'm scrolling through and I see... Um, something with Will Ferrell or something with Vince Vaughn or something with that other bloke who's also... Owen Wilson. Um, I will tend to just ignore it, park that, and go for something that would make me look a little bit more... <laughs> Let's just say cultured. So you're, display, you're displaying what type of humour you think looks <laughs> yeah. best rather than... With your wife? Well, yeah, because she know I know she won't watch that stuff. Yeah. Like we're watching Dairy Girls and that's it. On repeat. But I know there is certain stuff that I can watch. But then when she's gone and I'm in the house of my own, I'll yeah, watch yeah. it home. Peppa Pig, you're like, I fucking love it. Love Daddy Pig, Daddy he's a Pig. fucking legend. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think, do you, have you noticed any difference, AJ, in what, in what, you, in what, what women laugh at? Does that change? I don't know. Do you think I women are more obviously... consistent in their humour than men as they, as they get older? Because I, I think... See, I, I don't agree what you're saying. When I look at the, the proper generation or the silver-haired men, our dads, they're quite sort of right-wing, quite a cruel, exclusionary sense of humour. Yeah. Whereas the younger the man, the more inclusive, in my experience, 
the humour seems to be. Maybe, but the thing is, women have a sense of humour as well. Mm. And I guess, like, my favourite kind of guy who I'm always attracted to is someone who I find absolutely hilarious, but who also finds me just jokes. Do, Do you know what I mean? Hashtag jokes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> jokes. Do you know what I mean? And I love that. I find that so attractive. So I need a little bit of back and forth. Mm. I'm not one of those women who's like, he needs to make me laugh and I'm bringing nothing to the table. Men's humour feels, to me, I'm going to disagree with these two, like it changes more over a lifetime. You can't count professional comics in this mm. with clowns. Yeah. Uh, but it's a bit more fart-lighting, silly, pranking, when younger, into a more sophisticated humour, whereas you're arguing that female humour is more consistent through the age. No, I'm arguing that female humour is pretty similar to male humour. Right, fine. I think. Well, let's move on. Let's I, th move I think on. there's just no difference. You'll just, you'll eventually just meet your match. Like, eventually you'll find someone who also finds fart jokes funny mm. or not. Like, it's, I think, it's not split down the middle of, like, male humour and female humour. Mm. I think it's just humour in general. Yeah. And there's just different categories. Do you, think that, do you think that sort of thing becomes more important the longer you're with someone? So say you start dating someone, mm. things like having the same sense of humour, that becomes important. Yeah, yeah important massively. Because At the I beginning, that's not that important. No, it's not that important. Yeah, yeah, I just think that ultimately I want to be with someone who I just never get bored yeah. with. Yeah. I get more I love yous from my wife after I've made her laugh than making her dinner yeah. or making her... Right. What, what are you making Mine, her for dinner? Mine's in Giuseppe's and Otis. That's when I get the I love yous. Lovely shoes. <laughs> Uh, when you come home with the with the ASOS bag and say, here, that's for you. <laughs> Giuseppe's an OT. I never heard of the fuck until I got rinsed on Valentine's Day. But yeah, more I love you when, when I've been funny. And and I think that's that's absolutely yeah. right. I think if you make Okay, well, let, let's let's move on to something more provocative then. I do I want to talk about friends in a minute. We're going to finish by talking about friends and social groups because I do think that does change with age. But before, before that, let's address the rhino in the room, horniness. If you take a 22-year-old guy out or a 42-year-old guy out... Is there a greater likelihood that he's trying to get you back to his early doors, date one or date two? Is that just a false stereotype? Now, having proceeded through my decades, I'm starting to think it's a load of crap that men become less randy as they get older. <laughs> when does it freaking stop? <laughs> when? Like, it's not, it's not chilling out for me. <laughs> so is it just that older men are better at hiding it? Or, or, or is there a liberalisation amongst younger men where they're less scared to say, fucking, let's rack the numbers up? What is going on? I think when you get older, when you're on a date, specifically with someone you get on with, I think your expectation of being nude two hours later, is higher. Higher? Yeah, than when, when you, you get were, older? Yeah, when you get older. Really? Higher? Yeah. Now, I would have, now, I would have had that completely the other way around. I'm in Geordie Shoreland, where if they're mm. 21, we're obviously going to bone after one Sambuca shot. Yeah, but, but you're saying yeah, quite well, the contrary. Yeah, quite to... the contrary, because I think, I think if you're properly serious about someone when you're in your 20s, you will hold back a bit. Yeah. When you're properly serious about someone, say, in your 30s, you will have a higher expectation because you can actually have a conversation with the female and say, look, I would kind of like this to happen. No, maybe not tonight, maybe in a couple of days' time, and that's fine when you're a teenager. Yeah. It's like, oh, my God, I can't talk about so this. what the I hell happens if you're in your 60s, hand chandering the disabled toilet before you even get me? <laughs> <laughs> Tom, well, Tom, it actually is that age. So my... my 
the, the thing we're fed by media and by the way people talk and people's Instagrams is that everyone in their 20s, you know, things have been broken down, we can just shag straight away Geordie Shaw style. And then if, if I was to start dating now and I was to take a girl out that was 30, between 30 and 35, it's like, fucking forget it, son. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? This is five dates minimum. I thought that's what happened. I don't I know. Mean, I don't think it's that black and white. I think it's down to the individual. Yeah, I really do, I, because I always just think... But if we gathered the stats up and we okay. could, what would they show in your... If, if you had to guess what the stats would show, AJ, what would they show? An increase in horniness and quickness to the bedroom or a decrease? I think an increase. Because you're right, I think reality TV has a lot to play in that part, in the sense that it's become a bit more normalised. I've seen people having sex on TV, you know. Mm. That is you're what like, happens You're like, get off, I'm trying now. to watch Coronation Street. Do you <laughs> and yeah, you don't, you don't even have to watch, you don't even have to, like, tune into Pornhub to <coughs> see people... What's that? <laughs> <laughs> what? Never, never heard. Um, but, yeah, you don't have to... You don't have to do that. Yeah, you yeah. can look. You can literally watch Geordie Shaw or Love yeah. Island, mm. shows like that. It has become a bit more normalised, and I think in turn, you know, if you go on a date, it's not. I think women as well, they're less scared to feel judged. Good. I don't feel don't like women ladies. feel as judged as they did even a decade ago. Do you think there's pressure that the Me Too moment movement, I should say? Do you think that's created a wee bit of additional pressure for the younger gay? Who's yeah. trying to what, being, be, being worried about doing the wrong thing? Yeah, doing yeah. the wrong thing because I think again the, the point I made earlier on. I think you can have a, a, a more detailed conversation when you get older. Yeah, and you're not likely to be in a situation where mm, she doesn't know what you're talking about. Would, would that yeah. scare a 22 year old? Uh, I think it probably. Yeah, I think it probably has made it. I think guys my age maybe a bit more cautious, but I don't know if that's a bad thing. Yeah, just, I think I think it's just a good thinking thing. of just thinking a bit more is, is would you, gonna be a good would thing. Would you be more cautious to ask a girl out in the first place? Even using excuse me, I would like to respectfully signal <sighs> I would like to take you up for dinner. Is even that like No, I don't me? think no, I don't think it's that bad. I just think just once on the date you're a bit Just on the date on you just and send all that. Yeah, you just think more think more before you speak. But that's that's gotta be a good thing. Sure. Yeah, yeah. People are I think a bit dramatic about saying that the whole Me Too thing is like made it really difficult for young guys to you just just don't be an idiot, basically. Yeah, yeah. No. It's, quite, it's got to be a good thing that you think more. I do worry you before. can't teach someone not to be a bell end. You either know yeah. or you don't. There's bell ends and non bell ends. Yeah, but there's all. Yeah, that's always <laughs> been the case, though, yeah. isn't it? I mean, we're just locking up the bell ends now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> At last, hurrah! <laughs> so, AJ, just to summarise, if you were going to take a guy out that was 21, let's let's say you're five five dates deep. Let's keep this respectful. You're five dates in. You're five dates in with a 41 year old guy. Who would you expect more nudgy nudgy hints from on date five? If you just had to do it based on your life experience, would you think you're going to have to be dropping the hints to the younger guy or the older guy that you're ready to at least have a snog in a taxi if nothing's happened yet? Who's going to take more panda? By panda, I, I mean, you think, know, in Edinburgh Zoo, they never do. I think a 41-year-old. You think might be more shy? I think the older guy is a lot more up for it than the younger guy. <laughs> I really do. Yeah. And the uh, reason being is, like, younger guys are just full of energy... Full of vigour, yeah. but then are satisfied quicker. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, the older yeah. guy. You better allow, I think you better allow sunrise if you're coming back to mine, innit? <laughs> <laughs> Is that the sun coming up? <laughs> I just think... There's no fluid left in his body <laughs> whatsoever. Like a pepperoni with a skull on it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. 
Oh, that's really depressing. So, all oh, do you think that it's just yeah, I think the, yeah, no, it's not. Do you think that no. like the the I don't know if this is the right phrase, but the stakes are higher for older men. Like, if you're 42 and you're going on dates with this girl, at the age of 42, it's a bit more important. You sort of you're not running out of time, but you're at an age where mm. you probably want to settle down yeah, and yeah, yeah. Maybe take it a bit more seriously. Down. Yeah, yeah, and maybe you want to take it a bit more seriously. But in my experience, I did date this guy 10 years older than me. And I was like, you're a mess. Yeah. He was a whole heap of mess, that yeah. guy. And yeah. so I just... I... AJ, you do pick him, don't you? Where's my guy? <laughs> I feel like this whole thing is one big advert for AJ. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, so we're just going to... So the other thing that I think is a generational difference between blokes that is less marked with women, if not marked at all, is friends, social group. Mm. When I look at my mum who's 64, sorry, mum. She has the same size social group as she had when she had me yeah. uh, when she was in her 20s, whereas when I look at men in their 60s, they've got one guy they drink a pint of bitter <laughs> yeah. with, if that. Yeah. There's nothing left, yeah. no dreams, no contact. They barely yeah. speak on the phone to their children. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is, is that the fate of all men, do you think, Tom? I, I think that's true. Well, Why? From my, from my dad, like, looking at my dad... My dad's like 58 and he's probably got three mates, three guys he would call mates. Mm. But I just think that's quite normal. I think men just... I don't know if it's the same with women because my mum's got loads of mates, but I think men, they just sort of... Every year they drop a couple of... Yeah, they're not dying, are they? Just literally <laughs> can't I don't be know asked. why. They're just, they're just men aren't naturally... Maybe this is a bit of a medieval stereotype, but men aren't just aren't very good at keeping in touch with people. Well, I think it's as well, not, it's not a stereotype. Statistically, some of the but I think young some of the stories we've seen we've seen this month, some of the bleak ones in the media, a lot of them are because blokes don't have the wider network. It tails off earlier than you think as well. Mm. I think yeah. in the twenties, you're probably starting to already reduce down, Tom. You're probably down yeah, to yeah, like yeah. eight to ten, whereas you were fifteen yeah. to twenty. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. the the increase of the. Um, the bum groove at home on your favourite chair. I think that is a big part what? to play. Uh, hang on. <laughs> I, have a, I think it's a big part to play when you're sort of 55, 60. You found your chair. All right. You've got your bum groove. It's it's in there. It's It's your favourite place to be. Right. The actual thought of getting up of that chair, going, talking to another human being, <laughs> going to a pub is much more dramatic than losing the bum groove. Because you want to sit there, put your feet up, get a beer... Watch the TV, go to bed. I think that becomes a thing for for it's older men. It's dangerous, though, isn't it? I it's mean, very dangerous. And, and my dad's, I, I think, yeah. very similar to yours. So I think he's down to two or three, and yeah, he, it's he fine. doesn't go out like he used it's to. It's fine if you don't have any negative shit in your life. But when something negative hits, yeah. if someone's ill or, mm. you, or financially, you've got you haven't got any yeah to support you. Yeah, it's so Edge interesting, it. right? As a woman, because I, I completely agree with this stat as well. I see it. I've, I've got older brothers. I've seen it. All my guy mates, their friends dramatically reduced, and it does happen with women as well, obviously. But I think um, this guy that I was seeing, his his theory was because I was like, why didn't you like you know socialise in the room? one that was the more. whole heap of mess. No, it was, it was actually really nice. Okay. It was a nice one, actually. I do Bloody talk hell. with nice guys as well sometimes. Wow. Occasionally. Anyway. Treat myself to a nice, nice guy from time to time. <laughs> there you go. Um, what but, happened? Where's it gone? Just don't dig up a patio. <laughs> <laughs> don't know how they got there. Don't know how they got there, mate. Don't ask any questions. Yeah, go on. Um, so, so his he, theory... Uh, 
I used to say to him, like, come on, like, have a chat. Like, you're really funny. Like, make the room. And he was just like, I can't bother it. I don't want, I don't <laughs> want the small talk. Yeah. I hate, he hated small talk. Yeah. He loved his three guy mates and that was it. He was like, I know who I like talking to and that's it. Everything else is just a waste of my time. Is it primal though? Is it just that men want to be the hunter-gatherer, they want just their family, mm. the, the, the wife and the kids, and they, they want to look after that so specifically that you do that when you're 30, 35, 40, 45. Then the kids start to grow up mm. and the male mates have done exactly the same as you have mm -hmm. and all of a sudden there's little pools of males everywhere who are on their own mm. rather than being collected. And, and That's so, so right. When you say three friends, I don't think it's, we live in this age of Instagram, we've got to have hundreds of friends. Yeah. I don't think three or three or four friends is good. Mm. If you've got three or four close friends and you're yeah. hanging out, that is plenty. Yeah. yeah, It's the guys that the wife becomes the best friend, they go into hunter-gatherer mode, children get older, sometimes something happens to the wife and that really is dangerous because all of a sudden you've got a guy completely... Isolate. Mm. You see these men yeah. all over the place. Yeah, but my generation, as we get older, I don't know if that will change because mm. I'm, it I'm, feels like people are a lot more. Well, the fact that we're even talking about it. I'm, it 30, like, I'm 37. If I didn't play football, I'm not sure I would have a massive circle of really, really close mm. friends. I have two or three, like you said, but I. I are they like schoolmates or their? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Two or three schoolmates and, and lads I grew up. That's with. the other weird thing about blokes is, is they're always mates from like. 50 years ago. Every, yeah. Everywhere we've yeah. ever moved, Lindsay becomes friends with yeah. someone. She'll it's, be like, she'll become... It's kind of embarrassing as a man and to make do a new it friend. Like that. And you, how did you make that friend? Which, which is the opposite of the false stereotype we have of women, that women are all bitchy and don't support each other. And yet wherever I go, girls are always making friends and guys are in, oh, I've a husband. Yeah, I don't really speak to him, little boring twat. <laughs> he, does, he does the same as a living yeah, for you, Robert. Ah, yeah. oh, that is like, I can't, can't be bothered. <laughs> and yeah. that's the, the men that sort of close down. Do you not think that men are... Like, if you put um, two girls and two guys together, it's, it's more likely that the guys are going to get on than the girls are going to get on. That's the stereotype, but it's very often not true. I think it's always it's the girls. Question. Yeah. Mm -hmm. it that's, so... what, that's the way it would be put down in a sitcom or a drama. But in real life, Lynn's... Oh, you bet my wife. It's just within seconds, it's, there's common ground and they're talking. And, and if, if this, the guy's got something with you, like stand-up or mm. uh, an interest in literature or That's why it always comes sport. back to football, isn't it? Yeah. Right, that's why football's such that's a why I'm, I'm in such danger yeah. 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 no sport really knowledge or sports even, skill yeah. at all <laughs> yeah. but I feel like that is why football is such a big thing for men because it's like a universal well we don't know each other we can talk about this yeah. yeah do you know what I mean yeah should we not then if you don't know each other that well should you not open up a little bit more we should but you because you're, you're not yeah. going to be judged well you're going to be judged but you may not see this person again is that what you, you, you have before. you ever had like conversation with someone like a taxi driver for example and and it's like 20 <laughs> minutes but you go so deep with the honest, because that. you know you're never going to see them again. you are spot on so you like you really open up to them because <laughs> you're like there's no consequence to this i'm i'm getting out of your taxi in 20 minutes it's so true yeah. honestly every single uber driver was you really mine, like has been my therapist has, has yeah. anyone has anyone told a taxi driver anything deep before that they... oh yeah uh, i've told him everything 
when you get into taxis, sometimes at your happiest or most vulnerable, like all of the occasions you're on your, you know, you're on your way to a wedding or you're on your way to a funeral or mm. like, I'll never forget, I was, I got into this taxi crying once because my mate didn't invite me to his wedding and I was, I was gutted. And literally this taxi journey was like 90 minutes long. <laughs> and I just did not stop for that 90 minutes. That <laughs> poor right. guy. He retired off that journey. <laughs> it's the getting in, I find getting in, if I've had some sort of falling out Barney or yeah. just a little yeah. bit of an argument with my other half, you tend to get into the taxi, passenger seat, and you go, <sighs> yeah. And then the taxi driver yeah, goes, yeah. Hey, you, you go, listen. And then you start. I remember, being, I remember just... being in, in a taxi in New York going to the airport and this guy telling me that he was thinking about getting a divorce with his wife and oh, taxi driver told you yeah and we had this like hour and a half chat on the way to the airport where he told me about his marriage and it's not yeah. going well and i i don't i want to get divorced we've got two kids and like we really like got it's, into it it's mad isn't it yeah. i got into a taxi once i literally wrote an apology letter for the taxi driver to his wife. He told me this ridiculous, most extravagant story where his wife had caught him cheating and his wife had kicked him out of the house, stopped him seeing the kids. He was a mess. He was like a shell of a man. I was like, but mate, you fucked up, so this is what yeah. happens. And he was like, I know, but I'm really sorry. Like, I'm gagging. I need to see her. What do I say? What do I say? Yeah. And I was like, have you tried calling her? And he was like, she won't speak to me. I was like, well, you're going to have to write a letter. Give me my so quill I'm, and paper. Yeah, so and literally, and... I'm telling him what to write. And then he literally, like, went into the glove <laughs> compartment. Like, obviously, your voice, babe, you've been, like, meeting a broker. <laughs> like, literally. I was like, I can't believe like, it. <laughs> <laughs> Ew. Ew, I tell you what, I read bad stuff's been done on that. What a letter. And it sounded just like that. <laughs> right, well, I think we're out of time. That's absolutely awesome. That's it for Boys Don't Cry this week. Thanks to our friends at ASOS and to my guests, Tom, Lucy, Connor Phillips and AJ Odudu. Good luck on your quest for the D. Don't forget, we're a podcast and a YouTube show. Leave us a review or a comment if you like. And if you're single, just hit up AJ's Instagram. She's looking for dick. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Boys Don't Cry with Russell Kane, brought to you by Joe, together with ASOS.